baby, it's cold outside. <sighs> what movie? I can't hear you when you don't talk into the microphone. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah, that's a movie. I love that movie. I've read all about it and still haven't watched it, but oh, it is my on my list. I hear it's a real classic. Yeah, don't watch it without me. Oh, I have to wait? Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's the type of movie that Shalene would almost never be in the mood for. It's so. really not as scary as it's people make it out to be. Like, if you can watch an episode of Criminal Minds, it's that. Well, too bad I haven't seen <laughs> Criminal Minds. I feel like it's more psychologically uh, yeah, graphic absolutely. than actually, like, visually graphic. Um, I think that Silence of the Lambs is a Criminal Mind episode. In terms of... Yeah, Severity. because it's not focused on, like, it's not like a horror movie where it's focused on someone who's trapped in the house with this person. It's about the cop that's trying to find the serial killer. Jody, what's her face? Foster. Jody Foster. Yeah. And, and Hannibal Lecter is already in prison when the movie starts. Right. It sounds like a good movie. It is. So good. I wonder. There's one part that I skip. It's like a 15 second part. But yeah. It's not great. Sure, sure, sure. But other than that, it sounds like a winner. I'm curious how it ranks on, I don't know, like IMDb for like best movies ever or whatever. It's got to be up there. I know like the unofficial best movie of all time is Shawshank Redemption. Mm -hmm. Which I've never seen. What? I know. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, somehow we watched that when I was like 14. That blows my mind. And it's... uh. It's a movie. It's a yeah, film. Yeah, it is. Have you seen Schindler's List? No. Because I saw that one when I was nine. Yeah, that's probably in the same ballpark. But like... Shawshank Redemption is rough. Like It's pretty rough. People get beaten alive. There's Versus dead. As opposed to being beating a dead man. <laughs> I don't know. There's um this show Blacklist that I love. And one of the bad guys in the latest season... If he's, like, PO'd at you, but not enough to kill you just to drive you to the brink, he puts you in, like, the cover for a boxing bag, and he just uses you as his boxing bag, mm. and then they, like, dump it out. on Like, the first time they do it, you don't know there's a person in there. It's just, like, he's boxing. What movie is this? It's the show Blacklist, and oh. they're, like, some one of his, that's like, disturbing. lackeys is, like, okay, so that's enough, and he's, like... And I thought it was enough because, like, maybe he'd overexert himself, and then yeah. they like let down the, the bag, and like a body comes out, and they're like, "Oh, That's oh my!" IMDb top two hundred and fifty movies. Number one, Shawshank Redemption, nineteen ninety four, nine point two out of ten. I need to see it. Unsurprising second and third place votes. Oh, I have no idea. One of the Star Wars movies. No, better than that. Oh. No offense to George. Remember the Titans? Mm, should be. That's a Disney movie. It's good. You say like it disqualifies <laughs> it. It, it. I mean, think like intense, culturally relevant, or culturally immersive. Like Schindler's List? Wow. Okay, Schindler's List is in the top ten. It is number six. What's two and three? I'm never going to guess. Oh, obviously. A lot of people argue that Godfather is the top movie of all time. I would, I mean, I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, but. I don't know. I would, um, I need to rewatch Shawshank Redemption because I haven't seen it since I was like 14 and I didn't know how movies were. I do love movies were. Uh, Godfather is a close second at 9.1 as opposed to 9.2. I mean, that is 100% accurate in my yeah. eyes. What's number three? Godfather 2. Yes. <laughs> also point one down from Where there. is Godfather 3 on the list? I don't know. I gotta <laughs> scroll. There's because it takes a steep plunge. It, yeah, so you've seen Godfather 3. And I don't hate it as much as the rest of the world does, but like, yeah, it's not as good as the first two. That's unfortunate because arguably... The end, the way you end a story is yeah. more important than the way you start. Um, I think the end of the movie is Shet's kiss. 
the very last scene of the movie. Of the third one? Yeah, it's how it needed to end. Okay, It's just okay. the rest of the movie that people have a problem with. Interesting. Wow. Wow, Which, that's like, kind of backwards some, from what I, I mean, thought. we're about to, this Saturday, we're going to watch all three Godfathers. Yes, um, we have a So you're about to know. Out. Yes. But there is, like, some questionable plots I just, like, I'm not comfortable with, but... <laughs> Got it. You'll understand more. Yeah. Questionable in just terms of like, hmm, why is the story going this direction? Or just like, like less super than cringy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like why? That's yeah. unfortunate. Ah, see, and that's that's unfortunate to hear because like cringy plots to me sounds like they're trying to force something no, or like just not like even we're gonna make this be oh my gosh number 248 the princess bride it's i was gonna ask if princess bride was on there i'm, scr- um, I'm scrolling all the way down i do not see godfather 3 on the list yeah i'm not surprised um it's not that they were forcing a plot line it's like this is gross i don't want to watch this play out okay kind of plot line all right yeah fair enough um also our coffee smells really good <laughs> That donkey is though. Yet. Yeah, I know. We're <laughs> sitting here. We were going to be talking about Christmas. Yeah, I still want to. And we, Super oh, much. we'll get there. But yeah. we let off with uh, Hannibal Lecter and Jodie Foster. I say that like. The most Christmassy movie of all. Yeah. Lamb. There were lambs in the field. And there are lambs in the Christmas <laughs> table. <laughs> I, I don't know where we're going with this. Uh, Dark Knight, number four on this list. I think that's probably pretty good. I don't like Batman. I I I like the unique take on good and evil that is portrayed in Batman. And I can't remember. My brother and I talk about this because Jared likes intense movies and stuff like that. And he also likes to talk about, like, the characters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this comes out of, like, talking about personality because my brother and I talk about personalities a lot. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing about the Joker is he's a special type of evil, if I can put Mm -hmm. it that way, Mm -hmm. where the classic motivation for, like, I don't know, a villain or something is, like, I want power or I want money or I want this thing, like, I want vengeance, like, kind of like a typical emotion. The Joker is extra creepy and disconcerting because what happens in the movie is, like, all the other villains are, like, what, you're burning? Like, there's that scene where there's a huge pile of money in the warehouse and the Joker just lights it up on fire and Mm -hmm. all the other guys are like, "Why are bro, what are we doing? (laughs) And the Joker's like, you don't understand. This is not about the money. This is about being evil for the sake of being evil. This is about just, like, chaos for the sake of chaos. And so, like, yeah, that's super creepy and, like, but, like, what one thing that is cool about that movie is how the Joker is an extremely unique villain mm-hmm. uh, that you don't see in a lot of other movies. Yeah. Like his motivation is chaos for the sake of chaos. Yeah. And evil for the sake of evil, which is like not something I want to promote as its own thing. Right. But from a character perspective, it's very cool how there's that unique aspect to it. Yeah. I don't watch a ton of the DC stuff. I'm a big, big Marvel girl. Sure. But I don't know. I think, like, the problem, I mean, even more than a Marvel girl, I'm a Will Smith girl. And so (laughs) I wanted to watch Suicide Squad. I was at odds with myself. And I didn't watch it. I really don't. The first one. Yeah. I really hate how, like, people romanticized the Harley Quinn Joker relationship Mm. because what I know of it, it's like super manipulative and abusive and not healthy. And why are we romanticizing it? Well, the whole suicide squad just situation is like making light of like creepiness and perverted things and whatnot. It was very offbeat for Will Smith. Yeah. I was surprised. And he wasn't in the second one. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm -mm. I still haven't watched the very first... No, I don't know if I say very first. The one, the first one that came out recently in the last 20 years? uh, Yeah. Is there a super old Suicide Squad movie? There very possibly is. I'm not well-versed in DC. So I'm hesitant to say the first one. The first one that came out like in our lifetime in the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that one. And then I watched the Birds of Prey movie, which is like the after story of Harley Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, yeah. Uh, I didn't watch that. It's actually more a gangster movie than yes. it is I remember you like a superhero this. movie. And I think, I don't know. And like, I watch a lot of like 
drug cartel, drug gang yeah. kind of stuff. You do. And I feel like the suicide, uh, the sorry, birds of prey fit into that genre more because I mean that's what it is. Like, um, Ewan McGregor plays Ro. Who's the bad guy? Birds of prey he plays bad guy. I don't know. I don't know his name. Um, no, uh, she Harley Quinn calls him Romy. Hmm. How you doing, Romy? I can't remember his full actual like character name. Anyway, you and McGregor, he's like a mob boss, and he like has all these hitmen and that do things for him, and he's like mm-hmm. terrorizes people. And if you cross him, he like slices your face off, and like very yeah, very that's all mob very mafia type of stuff. Yeah, very creepy. The Joker's so. very creepy to me. I'm also of the generation that was like super devastated by the Heath Ledger death yeah and i think that i just associate like joker with being responsible for that i mean which uh, i mean is apparently still debated i've seen i mean that was like the common story is like oh my gosh heath ledger like died from being the joker yeah which i don't think it's that in its entirety but i think taking on something of that spiritual level yeah it's gonna mess with you dude yeah i think there is something to that and then i've seen interviews of either like other actors that were in that movie Mm -hmm. or people who were on the set, like, behind the camera, being like, no, that was definitely not it. He Hmm. was, like, just a straight actor, and his Heath Ledger's death was, like, totally unrelated to being the Joker. So, I don't know. We're never going to know. Yeah, and so, like, it's It's debatable. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not even saying, like, oh, I definitely think that's what it was. I just related in my head. (laughs) But there was, uh, I'm not a, a big DC girl, but I did love The Flash. I have not kept up with it, I'm not going to lie, but I was <laughs> super invested for, like, so many seasons. Uh, very invested. And, um... It went, it th- came, I'm trying to make a Flash joke of, like, it was just a Flash. It was a Flash. It was, it was a moment in time. Moving um, on. <laughs> yeah, anyways, and so, like, I did watch some of the surrounding, um... Like, I watched The Arrow and Supergirl, mostly because I was invested in The Flash. And so I don't remember which show this exactly was in, but they had, like, a spoof, basically, of the Joker. And it was the trickster, but Mark Hamill played him. (laughs) And there was just this really epic line where, like, one of the main guys, I think it was in the Supergirl storyline. I think it's the guy from that. It, the trickster is his dad, and so he has this. The epic, Flash is dad. No, it's it's one of like Supergirl's friends. Oh, oh, okay. And so he, there's this epic line of Mark Hamill as the trickster, which is already like Mark Mark Hamill was the Joker. Oh, he was. Yeah. Yes. Is this the guy who played Luke Skywalker? Yes. Okay. And yeah. So yeah. he has this epic moment where he says, "I am your father," no, and I was stop. losing my mind. <laughs> uh, that's a different type of breaking the fourth wall. I remember just being like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> that's epic. It was so cool. I have to or look cringy, up now. depending on how you look at it. It was. It's all in the so delivery. So well delivered. Okay. Yeah. It's I all mean, in the delivery. So. He's been saying that line in his sleep for like, forever. You that's know? true. It haunts. Him. Yeah. Mark Hamill was definitely the Joker. Yep. There's been so many Jokers. Was he like an OG Joker back yeah. in the day? Yep. Um, I'm trying to find it here. He voiced it in the um, the animated series, Batman the animated series. He was the voice oh, of the Joker. Oh, he was the voice of the Joker. Yeah, yeah so that like is the, the OG. That yeah, because OG, yeah. OG DC is like, you're going to be a cartoon. Yeah, like the, that's the Joker that works. I know from being a kid, because my brother would watch the Batman okay. cartoons is Mark Hamill. Got it. I mean, I wasn't connecting those know. dots as That's a kid, cool. but well, yeah. Sure. It all comes back when we were adults, which is why watching something as a kid almost doesn't count as watching it. Yeah. A- unless it's like my nostalgia. pillows on the floor, dude. Oh, okay, Daniel's sorry. being swallowed alive by Sorry, my we're in my pillows. classroom and Emily brought me. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I brought all my Christmas throw pillows to Daniel's classroom. I'm telling you, this is where I live. This is Yeah, I, I have to, to come be. here. It's such a drag. Come all the way to the high school. Do you teach high school? Yes, I do. Yeah, did. I come all the way to the high school. <laughs> the high school, yeah. And to find his classroom. The only furniture I have is desks <laughs> with little shelves. That's why I bring the pillows. Yeah, because it's rough. I sleep uh, sitting up in a desk. <laughs> great with his things. eyes halfway yeah. open. Yeah, I know, so you gotta watch out. <laughs> My brother me. sleeps like that. Ryan sleeps with his eyes halfway He does. Open. Your brother sleeps with his eyes so open. So creepy. I'm like, and they move. I've only witnessed it like once or twice. They move. Like, they just like, 
Twitch. Twitch back and forth. Well, kind of. that, you know, REM sleep yeah. stands for rapid eye movement. Yes, so and you like can see his... Rapid eyes moving. Yeah, it's <laughs> unsettling. That's so funny. Well, it's just really creepy because sometimes I'm so confident he's asleep and then he's like just resting his eyes, but you would never know because yeah. they're always halfway open. Yeah. Well, oh. yeah, the, the DC movies in general get a lot grittier and more raunchy just depending on which movie you're watching than like the Marvel stuff. Yeah. And I just love the Marvel stuff so, so, so No, the Marvel's great. And I I don't mean this conversation to be Marvel versus DC. But like one thing that's interesting and this is something that I've talked with Shaleen with a lot is where you draw the line between like what you want to watch and what you don't want to watch because I'm of the opinion that like what you watch and what you consume affects you as a person. Absolutely. So if you're watching like gross movies and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, violent movies like all the time, Mm -hmm. like it affects you as a person. Yep. Um, It affects your mood, uh, it affects you spiritually and all these things. And so it's like, okay, I don't want to be just watching junk all the time. Absolutely. That is psychologically equivalent to eating junk food all the time. Yeah. Well, it's It's like, I love, I love true crime. I love criminal minds. Yeah. I love all those things, but I do have to do, I have to do in moderation or else, I mean, I'm paranoid. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> what I'm paying. I'm going to die. And it's the same way with like medical dramas. Oh, give me a good medical drama I'm in. But like I have to super moderate that because sure. I think I have everything that I yeah. observe. <laughs> it's like eating French fries. Oh. It's like in moderation, yeah. like great, enjoy some French fries. But if you're Absolutely. eating like three large fries a day, you're probably overdoing it, you know? Yeah. And there are things that I'm like never going to dabble in you know what i mean like right. true crime for me has to be moderated because it paranoys me for my mom my mom can watch true crime all day it's never going to paranoy her she doesn't care <laughs> yeah. and so it's different thing you know different things right. for different people but the but where i'm going with this is like i think there is something to be said for movies that portray an idea or mm-hmm. a historical event or something like that in its truest form yeah because I think in a lot of ways, movies are, they can be a representation of things that are true in the real world. Absolutely. Of like the fight yes. with good and evil, you know, just to be like yeah. super simplistic with it. Or like, you know, stories are ways to communicate the values and truths mm-hmm. of our human existence. I don't know, I'm yeah. trying to word this. No, in, yes, in a way absolutely. where it's like, yeah, so like, it's worth watching that because then it exposes you to ideas and like aspects of being a human being and just being alive that are worth thinking about. And then, so then you get into this thing of like, okay, well like, let's just take like the fight of good and evil. Like there's a million spins on that because Mm -hmm. I don't know, that's like arguably in every movie, but like, so like, how do you portray evil in a movie? There's a million different ways to do it. It could be Darth Vader. It could be, uh, like Hitler in, uh, Schindler's List or something. It could be Schindler's List. It could be, it could be, you know, the Godfather, things like that. But Mm -hmm. then, so like where I'm trying to get to is like in the Batman, like the Joker is very creepy Mm -hmm. and the Batman, just the atmosphere of those movies, just very dark, gloomy, Mm -hmm. spooky, things like that. But I almost think there's value with a character like the Joker and how he was played by Heath Ledger that accurately portrays evil in a way that evil actually exists. Absolutely, yeah. Like evil in its truest form is not motivated extrinsically Mm -hmm. by like, I want money, so I'm going to do this evil thing to get money. Or I want power, so I'm going to do evil to get power. It's like, no, true evil in its purest form is... I do evil for the sake of evil evil. because I am evil. And so while it's uncomfortable maybe to witness that in a movie, Mm -hmm. I think on on the other hand, there's value in portraying that because now it makes me think of like, oh, wow, like there is evil in the world and like there are different types of evil and like how is the Joker different than other villains? Like it opens up an interesting conversation that I think is worth having. Yeah, I've been talking, having this conversation over the past two weeks or so about how, like, movies are such a tool um, yeah. for teaching. Um, and the, the, mm. the topic that I've been on, King Richard just came out, was a great, great movie. Mm. I loved it. It yeah. is about Serena and Venus Williams. Will Smith um, played their dad. And it is 
a hard watch at some points. They grew up in Compton and they didn't have super. Yeah. So we're talking gang violence, gang violence, racial injustice. You know, that was the height of like the LA riots mm-hmm. and the cops were just brutal and everything was brutal. Um, and I, I thought it was such a great movie. I, I mean, I love it. Yeah. And so then I was and then, wanting, you know, also like a lot of language probably. So that's you yeah, know, moderate which language. Not yeah. People aren't, Depending it on honestly, who you are, you may or not care about that. It isn't like, too terrible. It's just like there's a few scenes with gangs and then you get into some stuff. But um, I was wanting to watch it with, you know, me, me and Maddie went and saw it together. Uh-huh. And um, we were wanting to watch it with someone from church. And, you know, she was asking if her girls could watch it. And her girls are in high school, but I they're, they're very... Um, I don't want to say sheltered, but just like they... they Don't watch movies like that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, they're very like they still are, you know, the Disney and that's... They're very okay with that. Mm -hmm. Which, side note, I wish more high schoolers were like that because there's some like... As I teach high school, I'm not calling anyone out, but like (laughs) sometimes the things that people watch when you're like below... I'm I'm amazed. I'm like, bro, you're a kid. Like A 12-year-old the other day was like, oh, I love Adele's new album. And I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Then I was like, you know what? I probably... I just have to hope that a lot of it flies over their head. I think um, it does. But what I was saying was like we had a a very long conversation like over probably a few days of being like, you know, I think these things are going to be super hard for them to watch and they're going to be really uncomfortable and not like it. But they need to see it and it's how like I was saying like you know my parents intentionally had me like in kindergarten we watched Ruby Bridges and then when I got a little bit older they were like let's watch radio with Cuba Gooding Jr. That was really hard for me. I mean, I was very sensitive. I was the same way as these girls. I was an extremely sensitive kid. And I mean, I was sobbing to the point of like, I think that I threw up. And wow. like, they were like, no, you're going to watch this. And because they're going to learn from this. And right. then as I you're got older. learning about racial dynamics. Yeah. I was, it was like movies. Yeah. And, uh, racism. Movies like Remember the Titans, yeah, you know. Glory and Road. Glory Road. Yes, absolutely. And so I was like, this is a really good movie for them to watch. And they did watch it. We did skip one part because there was definitely a gang murder and it was a lot. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good movie. And so, yeah, I'm like, don't just show your kids stuff to show your kids stuff. Like, you should absolutely be screening what they watch. But look for movies that are tools, you know. Just because it's something that's hard to watch doesn't mean that they shouldn't watch it. Not Because those movies, right. like, you know, Ruby Bridges, Remember the Titans, Glory Road, Radio, there was nothing in them that was, like, inappropriate. Well, it wasn't like they were cussing up and down and there was, you know, nudity. Yeah, no and one sex gets like and murdered. And, you yeah, know, but like it was hard to watch. It wasn't yeah. a movie that you're like, I know, a nine year old will love this. But it was right. like, a nine year old needs to see this, especially someone like me that was sheltered. I wasn't growing up seeing, you know, massive injustices every day in my front yeah, yard. Yeah, well, and I grew up in rural Missouri. Yeah. And, you know, I'd it's say, like yeah. my entire upbringing was white you know and yeah. you know that's not anyone's fault it's just like that's the way it is and so like movies are a way for me to learn about mm-hmm. issues that I don't experience on a day-to-day basis whereas other people grew up with mm-hmm. these types of issues on a day-to-day basis so. yeah that was like my dad grew up with it hmm. I grew in up Boston. yeah and I grew up with you know my dad was in an inner city kid who grew up, you know, he was in school at the height of busing. When busing started, he was the first school, went to the first school in Boston that did that. And so he lived with that. I grew up, you know, by the time I was six, we lived here in Missouri. And my dad's best friend in the whole world was a big black man. And that's just what I knew. And Mm -hmm. I didn't have terms to, you know, there, it, it wasn't, racism wasn't in my head you know what I mean like and so but ignorance isn't good either it's great that I had an example that I was like why would anyone be racist you know what I mean like it's great that those relationships were in my life and that I was raised that way but being ignorant to it and then going out into the world and being slammed with it would have been a nightmare Mm -hmm. so Yeah. yeah yeah it goes back to this idea of like it's. I think it's important to be intentional with what you watch because if you just watch anything and everything, I think you just consume a lot of junk that is not helpful or not good for you. Yeah, big time. But what what you were saying with like King Richard is like okay, 
you said it's a good movie. It's not good because like, wow, I'm just so glad all of these terrible thinking thinkings things. I can't even talk. All these terrible things happen, you know, and yeah, I just yeah. love racism. Like, wow, it's yeah. so no, it's like, no, it's a good movie because it accurately portrays yeah, something about yep. our world now. Mm-hmm. And because it's so accurate, we can actually learn something from it and we Absolutely. can bring attention to something. We can make yeah. progress with the social and cultural issue that we're dealing with. Yeah. And, and well, like even that. like in so. Venus and Serena's life, like not that I didn't already respect them and think they were like amazing, but like I didn't know their lives were hard. You see someone, yeah. I don't know their story. I just see them you success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, wow, they have everything. Their life is so good. How cool is that? And, you know, so it's good to step back and be like, they've super fought for what they have. Yeah, the backstory <laughs> you know? really yeah. enlightens a lot of things. Yeah, so anyway, so like, yeah, so like the Batman movie, like I don't condone being like the Joker, but I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. the character of the Joker um, illustrates something that is worth considering. Absolutely. Movies like King Richard and things like that. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, well, you know what? We are here. We have coffee. We have Christmas lights. We have a fire on my TV, a fireplace on, on your my smart TV. TV. Let's talk about Christmas. Got it. Let's do I it. I thought you were going a different direction with that, but no, we should talk about Christmas. <laughs> I am going a different direction. Got it. I was about to um, say something. I'm going to put some sugar in my coffee. Go for it. Let's take a a minute. We're back. Is your coffee sweet? No, I didn't put enough, but I'm not getting back up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was worth a shot. Do you use real sugar? Uh, I mean, cane sugar? Yeah, Yeah. as opposed to, like, sweetener. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. (laughs) I was like, no. It's a figment of my imagination. (laughs) did not mean this to be. (laughs) Oh, Avengers Endgame, number 76. Yes. Oh, it should be. Such a good movie. Yeah, like, surely some of the Avengers had to be on here. Into the Spider-Verse. Apparently, Jared, my brother, said that Into the Spider-Verse is, like, one of the greatest movies he's seen. It's a show. Oh. I thought it was a show. No, it's a movie. Oh. It's the animated Spider-Man um, Infinity War. Okay, there's Avengers. Funny story about Endgame that I just heard. Because, okay, spoilers ahead, but like, if you haven't seen Endgame, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, Tom Holland, famously terrible at spoilers for Marvel. Okay. And he does it by accident. Like in interviews? Yeah. Nice. And so, he, um, after Endgame came out, he was in an interview with like a, the cast of Spider-Man. And they were asking him like, did you know how was it like how much of the script did you actually know going into Endgame and kind of stuff? And he was like, it was so bad that um, they told me Tony Stark's funeral was a wedding scene. And he said, and oh. I showed up and I didn't know that Tony Stark was dead. And he was like, I was like, where's Robert? <laughs> and they were like, okay, <laughs> so now that you're here, here are your real lines. <laughs> this is a funeral. Wow. It's for Tony Stark. And that's how he found out. That's amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is. I mean, also like, what a what a way to be like. Here are your lines. We're filming this today. Biggest movie of all time. I mean, you get biggest movie you're ever gonna be in. Acting is reacting. Acting? Yes, it is What's reacting. That off of? That's off of some movie. I don't know, but when I no, was a theater that minor, that's what they said. Did they really say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. A hundred percent. Is that mur- Only Murders in the Building? Where Martin Short, he's like, acting is reacting. He probably does say it's that, It's in yeah. some corny movie I just saw. That's what I was quoting. Yeah. Um, speaking funny. of corny movies, let's divulge into Christmas a little bit. Yeah, with so this corny movie. we were supposed to be talking about Christmas, but I don't know. I like talking about movies. Well, I was going to talk to you about a Christmas movie that is horrible that you should never watch. Um, Last Christmas. Okay. Have not seen it. Okay. It came out... A few years ago, because I went and saw it in Last the movie theater. With <laughs> I went and saw it a few years out? ago. I'm Last looking it up now. When did you watch it? Last, Last Christmas. Because um, I went and saw cringy. it with Kristen and Ezekiel. He was a baby. Um, came out in 2019. Yeah, so like right before the pandemic hit. It's probably one of the last movies I saw in the movie theater, which is so unfortunate. Ouch. <laughs> um, and it <laughs> is, yeah, it's starring Amelia Clark and Henry, Hol- Henry Golding. Just to throw them under the bus real quick, since they're in the great movie. actors, great actors. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, it wasn't that they poorly executed the movie. Sure, it's that the plot Rarely. was 
brutal. Yeah. So in the movie, and I'm a little fuzzy on it. It's been a while, but um, she is like in her 20s, had to have a heart transplant Mm -hmm. last Christmas, and (laughs) has just kind of gotten to a place in her life where like, I don't care. I'm here. I'm alive. Um, I'm gonna show up and go to work. I don't give a crap if I do a good job. I don't care about my parents. I don't. I'm gonna. You know, she needs to be eating a certain way because she's had a heart transplant. She doesn't care. She's going to eat a nasty cheeseburger every night. She's just like, it's not even like, I don't want to say depressed. She's is depressed, but she's like sarcastic and funny hmm. depressed. Like she's going to play it off kind of thing. Um, so just super doesn't care. So she meets this guy. He's amazing. You know, he <laughs> like works at the homeless, volunteers at the homeless shelter and rides a bike. Wow. And he always tells her to look up. And th- he has a bench that he sits on every day to think about things. And Goals. she sits with, yeah, so cool. I don't remember how the whole movie unravels, but at some point, like, we find, like, no one lives in the apartment that he takes her to. They're like, no one lives there anymore, dude. And she's like, well, what are you talking about? My boyfriend lives here. Sketchy. And yeah, n- goes to see him at the homeless shelter. Everyone's like, well, we don't know who you're talking about. No one by that name volunteers at the homeless shelter. So like, my mind is like, man, this guy's a shyster. He catfished <laughs> her, like, blah, blah. No, 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 no. It is sixth sense. This man is dead, Daniel. She has his heart. He died in a terrible accident the year before. He's and not that even is alive. the heart that she got. She literally has his heart. Oh. The bench that he was taking her to is his in memoriam bench. Wow. Has his name on the plaque. Oh my gosh. It is truly, uh, I hated it. I hated it so much. I was so mad. <laughs> I wanted my money back. That is, so, so that sounds like it could be a good plot point. Of like, it's his heart. and It was horrible. I guess it just might have been the execution. If you're going to do a cool it's his heart thing, it needs to be like Return to Me. It was a great movie. All right. I need to watch that one, I guess. Seven Pounds. Great movie with a heart transplant. Last Christmas. No. Stop. Quit that. Interesting. Okay. Well, I will take that off of my list of movies. <laughs> Don't watch it. Uh to not watch. Um yeah, what I guess What Christmas movies do you watch every year that you have to watch? Well, I mean, I always end up watching White Christmas, which I'm not yes. mad about. Oh, I love it. It's a good one. It's, it's a so classic, good. and I'm not going to act like it's a bad movie because it's not. But I've seen it so <laughs> many times that it's you like You can never see it enough. It's so good. That's what they tell me. You know what a really classic Christmas movie is that I hate? And Besides, I'm going to okay. get a lot of heat for this. Go. I hate It's a Wonderful Life. Thank you. Ooh. Shaleen says ditto. I hate it. I kind of forgot about that as a movie. 95% of the movie is just brutal. Yeah. It's I mean, horrible. you got to go down before you can go up. I no, know. it's so much down with five minutes of up at the end. Yeah. It, oh. Yeah, Shaleen. Yes, you have to go up before you go down. That's how gravity works. Thank you. It's not how movies work, apparently, but... Oh, man. Yeah, I do not like that movie. I have to watch White Christmas. I have to watch um, The Grinch. We wa- My family watches The Grinch on Christmas Eve, but I do many screenings of The Grinch. I have to watch Elf. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, Elf. Okay, that's a great one. See, and, uh, am I a Grinch? Because, like, I don't even watch... Christmas movies during Christmas. I watch like just any movies because like okay, backstory. Christmas is like one of the few times in the year where I get to see my brother Jared. Yeah. Who's like I'm pretty tight with him. Yeah. Um he's younger than me. He's my age. We graduate together. And he is like super into movies and watches a lot of like off the beaten path movies. He does, yes. And so he'll like yeah. share those with me. And so like I really enjoy those. No, that's fine. As opposed to like the traditional ones. I'm like trying to Oh, I'm and the Santa Claus. I have to watch the Santa Claus I'm, like, Claus aggressively movie. pulling this conversation away from Christmas. But, like, you are. <laughs> this, I could pull it back and say, like, that's a Christmas tradition. Yeah, where, like, absolutely. Jared and I exchange movies and then, like, food and recipes that we've been trying lately. But, like, anyway, I mean, my go-to is, like, the Christmas story with, oh. like, Randy. You know, yeah, like, I like the Muppet Christmas story. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> no, like, the Christmas story. I think it's so good. Like, the family and, like... I don't know. It's just so funny. And, like, there's a lot of ham acting and stuff. Oh, no. Like the Muppets is a dramatic. Christmas carol. Christmas carol. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, 
Yeah. Also, every year, my friend Amy Posterick and I have a like cheesy Christmas movie marathon. Like okay. overnight, we're talking. We watch so many, and it's like Hallmark, the Netflix Hallmark. Oh, stop! Oh, the Netflix stop. ones are so good. Like a Christmas Netflix. Prince, all three of them. A Princess Switch, all three of them. I watch YouTubers roast Hallmark movies for entertain. <laughs> like that's what's yeah. entertaining. To- no, there's some I love good them. ones out there. There is one. <laughs> I think that it's called Desperately Seeking Santa. I could be wrong. Don't sue me if I'm wrong here. But I believe that, you know, always the premise is like this high-powered businesswoman needs to slow down and take in the simplicities of life and find And understand love. what Christmas is real. Yes, about. and I am and here for it. And a nine-year-old with a dog is here to explain it to yes. her. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And so this one, she's like... And if it's a really good movie, she's going to fall in love with the simple small town guy. She's an exec at a mall. And this mall is failing, okay? People are shopping online, Daniel. What what is the mall going to do? You know what it's going to do? What is it going to do? It's going to host a sexy Santa contest. Stop. Yeah, it is. And this is and somehow still supposed to be PG and for you know like what? all the children on Hallmark. They really do make it. And you, you know what? It's a Netflix one. Okay. Um, In the same town, there's a small family restaurant that's going out of business. They don't have any money. Oh, no. People aren't coming to small family businesses anymore. People are door dashing and Amazoning. Technology. What is he going to do? What is he going to do? He's going to enter a sexy Santa contest. To win money. To win money. To save his business. To save his business. Oh, wow. And boy, howdy, are they going to fall in love. That's amazing. Yeah, they are. It is so good. It (laughs) is a a top for me. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to trust you on this one. It, Yeah, you should give it a watch. Um, but yeah, Amy and I do that every year. And this year, because now, you know, Amy is married. Mm-hmm. Is that playing out loud on my TV? I think, yeah, it's your TV. Interesting. Sorry, you, you're so we're playing like a fireplace on your TV to make it more Christmassy in here. Yeah. I love how it was like fireplace birchwood edition. By George Ford. <laughs> Anyways. Is that some birchwood in that fireplace? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe after this we can watch the sequel, <laughs> Hard Maple <laughs> Edition. Um, anyway. Anyways, Amy's married now. Tyler's involved. So we're going to watch Die Hard as part of our... Got it. Which I've not seen. Me neither. Wow. Whoa. We are on the same... That's a first. That is a first. We need to like at, make a list of movies we both haven't seen. It's going to be a short list, so my guy. Well, it's, we're up to one <laughs> after being friends for how long? How many so decades? So many years. 1.2 decades. Something uh, like please. that. Please. No, how old am I? 24? I moved here when I was five. We became friends in like when I was in junior high. We're old, Daniel. It's been a little over a decade. Junior high. I would have been... We can call it 10 years. We'll call it 10 yeah. years. Yeah. I just said this the other day to someone. I'm like, wow, I'm old enough where I can start talking about things in terms of decades. I, I said that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might have been there, but like, yeah. And I'm still not old. Like, I'm in my 20s, so... But yeah, it's just same. like a new phase where it's like, oh, yeah, we can talk about that now. Yeah, well, even, like, today, you, you, like, mentioned something that was happening. And I was like, oh, yeah, they've been doing that forever. Like, when I was in high school, they were doing that. And I was like, oh, no. When I was in high school, it was forever ago. Yeah. It's and, crazy. And you appropriately responded with, really? Wow. And I was like, no. <laughs> Be like, no, I'm really in high school. It wasn't that long ago. I don't remember this moment. I'll do better next time. It was the, the shysty puppy guy in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy that, like, on Sunday afternoons brings a van full of puppies to our church parking lot. And Which, people, if like, we just stop there, <laughs> a van full of puppies. And we're not talking no, like, minivan like with windows. Van. We're talking, like, super tall, no windows. Sliding doors. Sliding door van with puppies. Windows at the front are tinted. Speaking of evil. <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't know this guy. This guy like totally has permission to use our church parking lot. Well, like he's legit. It's basically, public property. He's legit mode. selling puppy. No, he had to talk to David and get permission. It's okay. our property. Got it. But like he, uh, he's legit sells puppies. Like, it, and the puppies looked healthy. It's and legit. Happy. Yeah, and people just. It's come just and funny like, when like two cars pull up into a parking oh, yeah. lot and one guy slides open his door. He's like, "You want to buy a puppy?" I mean, like that's uh, that's what years. I witnessed today. Yeah. So I, like. What I was saying was in high school, we still had a daycare in the church. And after church on Sundays, because they would use the daycare for child care, I would come on Sunday evenings and clean it. 
because I worked for the Fun Factory. And yeah. so then we'd have Fun Factory on Monday morning. And I noticed this happening, except I have terrible eyesight. I didn't I couldn't see the puppies. And I was just like, David, someone's for sure dealing drugs in our party line. Right in front of a church of all places. Yeah, I'm like right in front of the church, right on the main drag through Kirksville. Someone exactly. is dealing drugs out of a sus van. Nope, like, it's a different kind of drug. <laughs> puppy drug. I miss my puppy. My puppy is at my parents' house, and it was so weird, like, pulling up to my house. I was like, oh, Brady. And then I was like, nope, not here. Did I see him two hours ago? Yeah. Am I going to see him in, like, 30, 40 minutes? Yeah. But we still miss him. Yeah, I love him. He's, he's really sweet. He's crazy, but he's really sweet. As you do, yeah. He, God, his, this is his first Christmas. So it is, yeah. He's he a spring chicken. He is. Daniel and Shalene got us matching Christmas sweaters for my birthday. Yeah, we did. They're amazing. Um, Already got some pictures that you sent us. Yeah, they're going on adorable. a Christmas card. Yes, Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Um, he yesterday got his picture with Santa because yeah. the Humane Society here in town is doing a fundraiser, and it was so funny and cute. Amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so good. Okay. Taking your dog to get pictures with Santa and watching Hallmark movies all just fits into <laughs> one like level of emotional being. Yeah. It all makes sense. At I least really you're a need, consistent person. I need work to send me on a trip to like a town in Virginia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just full circle. Yes, exactly. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And I mean, so I can like make fun of Hallmark all I want, but like they are like one of the top networks yeah. in the world right now. And I don't know the numbers on it, but like their move, the reason Hallmark exists mm-hmm. is because they sell movies. Yeah, people dude. watch those things. Yeah, um, in droves. Our friend Ruth, our pastor's wife, got a subscription to Hallmark Channel for Christmas. Like she's gonna cancel it after Christmas. Sure. And I'm over there. Like I'm like, what's playing tonight? Do I need to come over to watch the Christmas movie that's coming yeah. on tonight? Because there's a new one every night. Yeah. Which so makes me good. think of like, okay, so like. Mm, so like my cynical self is like I don't like Hallmark because it's like super predictable plots super repetitive no like deep emotional like wow what are we learning about the universe through this deep story it's like no it's like that's why I love it that's why people love it it's great for your anxiety if I can use a a weird term it's like emotions pornography (laughs) I hate that where it's like we're just gonna like put on full display no. <laughs> the emotions that people want to feel, yeah, and like not taint it in any way, yeah, like, like the super like straightforward like falling in love in a very romantic time of year, yes, in a very yeah. romantic setting. You're gonna have a Christmas wedding the next year, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like that's what it You're is. You're gonna have a Christmas baby the year after that. That's why people watch these movies. It's like, absolutely. It's like the emotional fantasy that so many people have. Well, it's like science has proved, like every night when I go to sleep, I either watch Gilmore Girls or The Office as I fall asleep. Yeah. And science has proven that you rewatch shows if you have anxiety because you mm. know what's gonna happen. Okay. There's nothing that is gonna happen in that show that I do not know. Because you've seen it. I've seen it. So I can. I could act it. I could be a <laughs> one-woman show yeah. of Gilmore Girls. Sure. And so uh, it, uh, it's the same thing. I know what's going to happen in a Hallmark movie, even if I haven't seen it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's and it's not, it's not only that you know what's going to happen. It's like you like yeah. the feeling of what happens. Yeah. And I think that appeals to so many people if it's like, wow, falling in love, like the magic yeah. of Christmas. Like, yeah. That's what it is. I love love. I got to be in a Christmas. Yeah, I love love. That's literally what it is. That's what Hallmark is selling. I was in a Christmas wedding last year, and it was so magical. Yeah, it was so fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I'm having a Christmas wedding someday, but I'm not. (laughs) I think my sister wants to have a winter wedding, and I feel like she could pull it off. Oh, she totally could. She's a snow fairy. (laughs) She's so pretty. She is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to have a wedding in like June, late June or early July so I can have fireworks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what if you could do the Christmas fireworks situation? Oh, Would you do that? No. If you could? Yeah. Because that would honestly be better. It'd be really cool. In my humble opinion. I am H.O. Speaking of, didn't there were fireworks going off at like 3 in the morning okay. last night? They woke me up. I, <laughs> so do you know the app Yik Yak? Yeah. Apparently it's back. No. And I downloaded it today, and that's what like everyone's talking about on Yik Yak. They're just like, 
yeah, all you idiots shooting fireworks at 12.30 a.m. You suck. Yeah, I saw <laughs> it on um, Local Talk Facebook, Kirksville oh, okay. group. Like, And I guess it was a bunch of college students, and they said that there were so many cars that like Line Street was basically blocked off, which is just a couple blocks from us. That, yeah. That always. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was like 3 in the morning, and I texted my mom. Do you hear that? <laughs> she did not answer because it was 3 in the morning. She's not a crazy person. Right. But weird. So like, wait, so there were so many cars of people being there in the first partying, place. Partying. Yeah. Wow. The, the street was like almost blocked. Is off. it? It's not finals week. It's not. It's not anything. It's just a weekend. It was just a, it was just a Saturday night. That all in was Kirksville. not calm. All was bright. There all were fireworks. Was, all was explosive and bright. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, Hallmark, I mean, I guess it's not an American Christmas without Hallmark movies, so I'll concede that. Um, Christmas Story, White Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Elf is a winner. Oh, I we watched that. Santa Claus at Thanksgiving this year, and I have not seen that movie in a minute. I love that movie. It's I a good love one. Tim Allen one. is like his snarkiness is just It's so good. I love the excellent. one with Jack Frost. I always quote yeah. and your brother Alan does it so much better than me, but the part where he's like, he hit me with a shovel. I'm like <laughs> that part is so good. Best line in all the Santa Claus yeah. movies is that <laughs> he line. Hit me with a shovel. Hit me with a shovel. Yeah, it's or good. when he's like, Who said that? Rudolph? Rudolph's mama? <laughs> Yes, Martin the, Short. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Martin Short is just oh, <laughs> I love that man. He's but oh uh, yeah, my favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. The the Jim Carrey Grinch, to be clear. Yes. Yeah. The Grinch. The Grinch. Um, I just love it so much. It is so funny. It is. And like, I relate to him. <laughs> Like, not right. in that I hate Christmas, but, like, yeah, no. oh, my gosh, the part where he's, like, trying to s- decide if he's going to Hoovalation, and he's, like, putting all the different outfits on. <laughs> and he's like, but what would I wear? And he's like, yeah. that's it. I'm not going. That's me. I mean this in the kindest way possible, but, like, he's kind of spazzy, and so. Oh, like, 100%. Yeah. 100% he is. Relatable. Yeah, I yeah. love him. He's so funny. Yeah. It's, it's just like the whole movie all around is just so good. The dog is hilarious. <laughs> Cindy Lou melts your little heart every time. Oh, the she, brothers. She is a Hallmark movie, just embodied. The yeah. mayor, like, oh my gosh. Oh, the mayor's so funny. She is a Hallmark movie, you're right. Yeah, Cindy Lou. Good. She grew up to be like in like a heavy metal dark rock band. Really? Yeah, I hate it. That's so funny. I mean, like, live your life. I'm not trying to come at you, but, like... <laughs> but we hate your life. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am a little bit. I mean... You were Cindy Lou. People change, you know? Yeah. So, I'm... Yeah. I'm ready to full dive into Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready to dive into Christmas, like, <laughs> mid-October. And I do. Yeah. No. I put my Christmas decorations up before yeah. Halloween this year. Nice. Yeah, and you've got the jams going, the, the music. Oh, all the jams. Mariah Carey is the one that gets me there. Do though. you watch the Apple the Mariah interview? Carey Christmas specials that have been coming out lately? I haven't. I should. Yeah. she. So last year she did one where it's like a 20-minute, I'll call it a performance not a music video but like she's on a stage and it's like yeah. a christmas performance and she put out another one this year and i've watched like a couple minutes of them but like it's not bad music she's just like not dressed in a way that i need to be yeah, she's not watching she's <laughs> to be fully honest here she's so very maybe young. if i listened to it yeah, um, yeah, 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 that yeah. That would be different but anyway yeah she's like really making a name for herself in the christmas industry yeah, and she's got that classic. All I want for Christmas is I you. Mean, it's, she's just she is the queen of Christmas. This year she did a video of like the clock striking midnight on November first, and she like took a sledgehammer to the jack lanterns on her front porch nice. and went straight into All I Want for Christmas. That's I was great. Like, yes, yeah. the queen. She's got it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean one thing that I'm a little bummed about with Christmas season lately, and this is just a personal thing, is like. I don't get to play as much music, mm. like in a band, as much as I feel like. When we were in high school. 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess we it's because we had weekly chapels. Well, and we were band and orchestra. Oh, yeah. Duh. That's yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Like, yeah, I used to be in, like, a high school band, and, like, I played the saxophone, and, like, that was, like, a huge part of Christmas was doing yep. your school Christmas concert. Um, but then, like, yeah, we would do, like, play in chapel, and then, like, I don't think I was playing in um, church special services at that point because I wasn't good enough on the drums yet, but, like, the music in the Christmas season is, like, mm-hmm. honestly, that's, like, the height of it all. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, better yeah. than the movies, better than the food, better than, like, the I don't decorations, know, like, yeah. parties and decorating. Like, yeah, the music and, yeah. like, like live music. Yes. So whether I'm going to something or I'm performing in something, like, that's the best part. I want to be there. And yeah. I miss how much that happened mm-hmm. during the Christmas season in my earlier years. And I'm sure it's going to come back because, like, Gosh dang it! I'm just gonna have a bunch of like music nights and then yeah, like are. invite invite people over. But then like my kids, like when they grow up, I assume they're gonna be at least musical in school. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Just at least in Good school. Good assumption. <laughs> just knowing me and my wife, but um, yeah. I love it. So that's like, amazing. I'll be more involved with it eventually. But like, that's something like, man, I really miss and like, yeah, want to have more of. That's why music. I love. I got this big giant old piano. Yeah. In October, and it's been the best. All the Christmas carols. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's been sitting at your work forever. Like seven years. Apparently, it still works. Yeah. Yep, but which is hilarious. Well, I am loving this. My mom is texting me and asking me to come get my puppy. <laughs> <laughs> she has to leave at 530, so. Nice. Oh, wait, yeah, what time? As oh, do yeah. I. <laughs> we got to wrap it up. I, ca- yeah. I keep looking at our recording. I don't know how long we've been going. We could just keep going forever. We really could. We got to cap ourselves somewhere. We've been recording for 1,600 measures. But I have 20 minutes to go get my dog and bring him back here and get back to my parents' house. So much happening. It's a busy Christmas Uh, season. It is a busy Christmas season, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a Christmassy thing. My sister-in-law's mom is here from Columbia, South America, but she's leaving tomorrow morning. So we are going to have like a charcuterie night. Nice. So That's fun. there will not be wine for this girl, though, because <coughs> as your wifey knows, it's it's not great. If I drink a sip of wine, I'm in the hospital with a migraine. Ouch. Not worth so, it. No, I'm going to have some sparkling cider while the adults have their, their real thing. Beverages. <laughs> I mean, yours arguably tastes better. So it does taste better. Who, depending on who you ask. I will go to the mat on that one, okay? <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. Wine is disgusting. Yeah. And if it's if you think it's not, like, you've bought it to society. <laughs> you've <laughs> you've you of all people, trap. Emily. Yeah, I love society, okay? Right. So if I'm calling you out, it's pretty bad, all right? Fair enough. I'm, I'm the peppermint mocha girl. Okay, I, I buy in <laughs> to the culture. Yes, good stuff. Well, cool. well, that is, is that episode two? I think so. It was a little scattered. I think it should be. Yeah. I think that's the way it should be. I'm looking forward to That should be the scattered. name of our podcast, Scattered. We, we, ha- we don't officially <laughs> have a name. It could be Scattered. So far, we're running with the KV pod. The KV pod. By the time these are posted, like there will be a title, and you will have known the title. By yeah, the time you <laughs> and on you'll it. be like, why do they keep talking about not having a title? <laughs> yeah, but like we, we are recording this now and don't fully know the name. We we're do thinking not. about the KV pod. Um, but I know a lot of people that change their podcast name as they're posting stuff. Like, they get 50 True. episodes in, and they're like, actually, we're going to go a different direction with this. Yeah. And then they yeah. just change the name. And so it's But not anyways. We're not worried about it. Whatever podcast this is, we'll be back. <laughs> Thanks for listening, peeps. Yeah, man. <laughs> Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>